Welcome back to Swiss Rock Radio, a place to listen, like and learn. We are coming to you live from Shenhui International School in Shenzhen, China. In our studio, our overcrowded studio this afternoon, uh, we have two very glamorous ladies uh, from the MUN committee. Can you please introduce yourselves? Hi everyone, I'm April Dalbello and I am one of the Model UN advisors for this year. And we have Maria Chater, and I'm also one of the Model UN advisors this year. It's wonderful to have you both in the studio. And we have coming up in the second part of the show for students from, I imagine, between grades, tell us, April? Nine and 11. Uh, so that's in the second part of the show. Students from grade nine to level who will probably be telling us a lot more information about MUN than April or Maria <laughs> will. Uh, if we're going on the notes that was sent to me to ask. Okay, so April, we'll go over to you first of all. Can you explain to the audience and to this presenter what the MUN, was it, do you call it a club, a society, a cult? We are a team, actually. That's wonderful. <laughs> yes. So can you tell us what the MUN is? Sure, yes. Uh, Model UN is um, basically a simulation. The kids are assigned countries and topics and basically act out the United Nations. Mm -hmm. okay? So they um, meet in committee committees and prepare with research and um, they get to debate serious global issues that are of importance today. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, do they actually do any work? Because the UN meet a lot and do a lot of talk. And uh, is it the same for your committee? Or it's our team. Our team members are exceptionally hardworking. Okay. So they must be, uh, well, they're not Ireland anyway. Um, so why did you choose to take part in this team, Miss Dalbello? Well, uh, I was part of my Model UN team at my previous school. Mm -hmm. um, and I heard that the team here was uh, really of excellent quality. Mm -hmm. um, and the teacher who used to be in charge uh, left the school. So there was an opening and I just decided to uh, join. Okay, so um, I've got to admit, uh, it's the first I've ever heard of MUN at Swiss. So how long has this been going on for? We have had a team for three years here at Swiss. Right. <laughs> well, my head's been in the sand for a while then. <laughs> Thank you very much, Miss Dalbello, for confirming that for me. So, Miss, Mrs. Chater, we know that you got married a long time ago to Mr. Chater, uh, which we'll be covering in the final part of the show with a few questions from our audience. Wonderful. Why did you decide to take part uh, in the MUN at Swiss. Do you have some background experience in this topic? I basically don't have any background experience other than I love to keep up with the world news and enjoy my time with children and debating teams. Mm -hmm. But I inherited the team okay. um, because the previous librarian was in charge of it. And so she asked me to look after the kids because they came with high recommendations about how fabulous they were. And that's why I took them on. Okay. And uh, last weekend, can you tell me about uh, the conference you were at? We went to Yutaloi School in Guangzhou, and it's about two hours away from here. And they host a conference, and it's been the sixth year that they've hosted it. And there were uh, 11 schools there that competed in this competition. And the students from our school were excellent in representing, um, it's called U2 
NESCO, the conference actually, and our students um, took up different committees. So we had a G20, we had committees for health, for education, etc. So, and each of our um, team members took a country and okay. then represented that country within that committee. And the conference's um, theme was peace and prosperity. So all of our kids were putting in proposals which would, um, you know, promote peace and prosperity with their country's positions and um, then they thought about um, ways of solving real-life issues um, for those countries. And they would collaborate with other countries' representatives and come up with excellent suggestions for peace and prosperity in our world. Can you recall any of those suggestions? I will cover this with the students in the second part of the show, but was there any profound well, ways I, to solve world peace <laughs> coming out so of we're Utiloid? talking a lot about cryptocurrency. You might like to ask them about cryptocurrencies. Right. And they were also looking at um, solutions for um, education. There were some um, ways in which um, students and young people around the world that do not have access to education and how they can actually be included. Mm -hmm. um, and government um, solutions, you know, they were actually proposing ways that governments could look after their people mm -hmm. a lot better. So that was quite a positive big thing that I took away from the conference from our kids. Sounds like a wonderful conference, Miss Dalbello. Uh, what did you take away from it? Um, Apart from the goodies that you stole. <laughs> we did get very nice water bottles and a t-shirt. I have one. Um, how do you have one? I gave you one. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's bribery. That's how you get a podcast. You have to give him a water bottle. I, I'm wondering about the emphasis on you. We'll come back to that in the third part of the show. So what did you take away from the conference, April? Um, I would say that... The overwhelming feeling that both Maria and I had, if I could speak for you a little bit, Maria, um, is we floated around between the different rooms and made sure to uh, support our kids as best as we could um, with only being two of us. Um, and just to see how involved they were getting. And because in Model UN, you can sort of take a back seat and just let the action happen around you. Mm -hmm. But every single one of our delegates... Uh, put forth resolutions to be debated or um, co-signed on other people's resolutions, which um, on previous teams that I've worked at, you don't necessarily get the students that involved. They might watch and listen a little bit more often. Um, but I was just really, really proud of how hardworking our kids were and how much they took risks in putting themselves out there. In a, it's a it's a tricky situation to speak in front of people you've never met about topics that, you know, you yourself are still learning about. Mm -hmm. And so I was just really proud of, of all the work that they did. And, and, you know, we picked up a few awards here and there as well. So that was excellent. And Swiss is very proud of you two ladies uh, for <laughs> taking on the mantle of uh, leaders in this MUN program and bringing our students to Guangzhou so that they could uh, experience this. Now, how many participants were there at this uh, at this conference, you said there was eleven schools, so it must be uh, very well attended. I would say that there were over two hundred and fifty students yes. from well, eleven schools. Quite possibly more than that, because the host. Quite possibly more than that, because the hosting school was standing at the back, so mm -hmm. maybe over three hundred people. Mm. Was there any other schools from in the Shenzhen area attending? Yes. At least one other Shenzhen school 
two other Shenzhen schools, I think, QSI and ISNS. ISNS. I yes, that one. ISNS, yeah. They kept yelling letters at us, but we were only interested in our kids, sorry. Okay, that's fine, Mrs. Cheater. Okay. They seem like really nice people, though. Thank you very much for that. Okay, thank you very much for joining us in this force first part of the show uh, ladies uh, we will take a short break now and we will return after that to uh, listen to far more important people the students themselves who I am quite sure will give us a lot more in-depth information about what actually took place yes. and uh, whether it is as you have previously stated it is brilliant and they will do a brilliant job no problem bribery always works <laughs> so join us again for the sec uh, join us again after this short break thank you very much Welcome back to the second part of today's show from Swiss Rock Radio. In the first part of the show, we had uh, two interesting ladies in the studio, Miss Chater and Miss Dalbello, who will be joining us uh, a little bit later to uh, tell us a little bit of background information about themselves. Miss Chater is busy trying to answer the question, why right now? Uh, why did she marry Mr. Chater? This is the question I told her I'd be asking. So in... This second part of the show, we will be talking to some of the students who took part in last week's conference, and I'm sure we'll find out a lot more information from them. Now, can you please introduce yourself, uh, which grade you're in? Hi, I'm Vamija, and I'm from grade 11. I'm also the president for Swiss Model UN team. Hello, El Presidente. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Excellent. Again, and we have... I'm Kushi Patil from grade 11. I'm Kushi Patil from grade 11, and I'm the academic director of our model UN team in Swiss. Excellent. So we've got a president and a director. I'm starting to get a bit intimidated here. Who do we have next? Hello, I'm Jesse. I'm from grade 9, and I'm a delegate of the MUN team. Right. I should have wore a tie today. Okay. And finally. Um, hi, I'm Jessica. I'm also from grade 9, and I'm also a delegate. Okay. Thank you very much, Jessica. Uh, so we'll take it back to the president. So I, I think the president should be starting this. Uh, El Presidente, uh, I hear you the chairperson of one of the committees at in Guangzhou. How did that come about? Um, as I previously had mentioned in our podcast, um, that I had applied for being a chair. And so they accepted my applications. And I was co-chair for the G20 committee. And there were two topics. One was for cryptocurrency and one was for protecting indigenous rights while it's promoting economic growth. And so I wrote a chair report on indigenous rights. Mm -hmm. And I had three students from Swiss who were in my committee, as well as Jessica. Okay. So it was a really fun experience with one of my, with my president chair, who has been a great friend of mine, Marc Onier. And under his guidance, I, I learned a lot. And it was a really exceptional memory of being a co-chair for the first time. And we are going for another conference in March where I'm a chair again. So I'm looking forward for it. That sounds excellent. Well done on all those achievements. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this report that you wrote? So this chair report is like a summary of the topic. So you write like background information. So what is this topic in general about? Mm -hmm. And then past history events. So how did this first start? And then like how has it evolved? Or are there any like 
government um, issues or laws or regulations that have been implemented for this topic, and then what major countries have been involved. Since I'm in G20, which are like 20 countries, so I had to write positions, a summary of each um, country's position for this topic. Mm -hmm. So their stance, if they're for or against the topic, and then some solutions. So what can we propose to solve this issue? What solutions did you come up with? And how would you go about implementing them if they were ever to be implemented? Um, so I wrote, uh, as I mentioned, I wrote a report on protecting indigenous rights and uh, promoting economic growth. One of my solutions was to educating citizens. So once we educate citizens, they know that there are these people who are indigenous in their own country. Mm -hmm. So how we can protect their rights, such as to land or education or employment. Because right now, um, in many states, there are um, problems with protecting their rights. So um, indigenous people, they don't get um, their lands or um, education or employment. And so by educating like the non-indigenous people, it would be more helpful for them to protect these rights. It's excellent. It sounds absolutely fascinating, and uh, I would be—I would really like to read that report. Where can I find it? Um, it's at the Youth Deloy um, website. It's um, youtunesco.com mm -hmm. under Chair Chair Reports, and you can find it there. Okay. Well, I think maybe you should put it on the student bulletin as well, or send a copy to Miss Jemison uh, to put on the student bulletin because I—I I think. Uh, this will be something that all students should read and possibly teachers as well. Okay, so there's a task for you to do for Monday. Maybe you can drop it to Miss Cheater or Miss Dalbello. What do you think? Sure. Thank you very much for that. That sounds amazing. Now, can you introduce your... Uh, oh, who do we have again? Uh, Kushi. Now, Kushi. The president sounds amazing and I'm sure you want to congratulate the president on everything she's yes, done. Yes, it, yes. It's the best way to start. Well, good job to our president for all her achievements so far. I'm so proud of you for chairing this conference for the first time. And what's your role? Uh, so in our MUN team, I work as the academic director. So I'm basically in charge of leading the sessions. Mm -hmm. I do some, I get them to do some debates. I have other activities organized for them. Or sometimes we just sit around and discuss our plans or current world issues. But in the conference itself, I was a delegate. Okay. So as a delegate, what we have to do at the start of the conference, we write position papers. As the chair, a president mentioned, she had to write a chair report on the topic. As delegates, we have to write position papers on both topics, which include topic background, country policy, past international action, and possible solutions. And once we go to the conference, our job is to summarize our position paper and give a speech to all the delegates to let okay. them know our country's stance. By the end of the conference, we work together with other countries to draft a resolution, like a UN-style resolution, on the topic itself. How long would one of these reports take you to draft? Uh, for the chair report, it's very detailed, so hers would probably take much longer. Mm -hmm. Position papers are around 600 words. They don't okay. take very long, but the resolutions that we write take up the duration of an entire evening and morning in the conference. Whoa. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, any of the re resolutions get passed? Uh, yes. Uh, I was in the Human Rights Committee, mm -hmm. so I worked with two other countries and we wrote two resolutions. Our topics were, uh, one was promoting lasting peace and prosperity in the Sahel region in Africa. Okay. And the other was um, protecting female minority groups in predominantly Hindu countries. And both our resolutions, I'm very glad to say, passed through the committee. Okay, well done, congratulations. Thank and you. tell me this, why, 
why did you, or what's the best part about being a member of the MUN? I think one of the best parts of being in MUN is just all the new people you meet and all, mm-hmm. the, all the global engagement you get to do, not only through our research, but also through how many different cultures I interact with. As they've mentioned before, there were about 300 people at this conference. Okay. So constantly going to conferences like this really expands your social interaction and your view of the world. And today I see there's uh, four students, four female students, two female, uh, well, teachers. Um, now, is this a is this a women's only club? Uh, no, no, no. We have a lot of we have a, a lot of diversity in our club. We okay. have around how many sixteen people in our club itself? Half boy, half girl. Yes, so it's equally spread, and we have a variety of countries. That's eight and eight. Yeah, we, eight and eight. Yes, oh, we have one. Chinese, Indian, Korean. We have people from all different countries taking on roles of other countries. Okay, thank you very much for that. Now, can we pass it to apologies once again? Can you tell me, is it too late to join this? MUN team committee society? Um, no, it isn't. Uh, recently, there was a new member that joined. Her name is Irina, and she's also in grade nine. Mm-hmm. And then she has joined and will be taking part in other um, other conferences. And if I want to join today, what would I do? Um, there isn't really, there isn't a really necessary thing to do, but you have to talk to the chairs and the people leading the MUN. Okay. So if you do, so anybody that listens to this podcast, if you want to join, talk to the chair. We have Bumija, talk to Miss Dalbello, talk to Mrs. Cheater. If you're really desperate, you can talk to Mr. Leonard and I'll tell you to talk to them. But there are places still available and it sounds like an absolutely amazing uh, team to join. When do you meet up? Uh, We meet up on Tuesdays after school, 4.30 to 5.30. Okay, 4.30 to 5.30. That's every Tuesday. Uh, yes. Okay, do you have to do a lot of work outside that time as well? Uh, well, sometimes we have homework, mm-hmm. um, which is, if there is an upcoming conference, we do our position papers outside of MUN, the, and then, but mainly in MUN we do debates that are um, not related to our topic that we are doing position papers for. Okay, and do you have another conference coming up after Chinese New Year, or is there, um, is this it for the year? Uh, yes, there are three conferences that we will go to in March. There is Road MUN, Sign MUN, and then... Road MUN? Road Where is MUN. that? World MUN. Apologies, Mr. Leonard. Um, and there's also a April conference that we might go to, which is Agamus MUN. Okay, very good. Now, can you tell me a little bit about your role in the MUN well, I'm a delegate mm-hmm. in this MUN, and then basically what we do is follow what the club president and the academic director tell Don't us look at to. the president. Look here and answer for yourself. <laughs> um, basically, we do a lot of debates in our club, and mm-hmm. then sometimes we use our country that we're researching about and find out more about them with debates. Which country were you representing at the weekend? I was the country of Argentina. Okay. Did you find out much information about Argentina? Yes. Can you give us something that we that I would not know, which would be quite a lot? Well, Argentina is technically a pretty corrupt country in terms of politics and government. Mm-hmm. In terms of renewable resources, Argentina is a country which has a lot of natural, like, 
factors that you could use renewable energy for. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you for that. Now tell me, what's the hardest part about being a member or taking part in one of these conferences? I think the most hardest part would be, for me, it would be improvising speeches because mm -hmm. I'm not the best at improvising. I usually want like scripted things so I could say it out loud. Okay. Well, I think Mrs. Chater definitely is one for improvisation. So uh, judging by the uh, detailed uh, post-it note questions she provided for me today. So uh, I think if you want help with scripted speeches, Ms. talk to Miss April. That, that could be the, the, the way to go there. Or your president or your academic director. Okay, so that's my advice to you on that score. Thank you very much. You. Now, finally, we have... Uh, Jessica. Jessica. Now, Jessica, this is your um, second time on a podcast. Uh, yeah. Did you find that you were uh, famous after the first one? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Did you get uh, much wealth and riches come your way? Totally. Totally. Right. I, I, I think that might be a little bit of a lie because I'm still here and I've did 51 <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> so either you were doing something right or I was doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right, Jessica, tell me a little bit about MUN that I haven't heard so far. Uh, Why did you join this committee? Well, I joined MUN because I've always been interested in it because I've heard older students talk about MUN and seem pretty fun. So, mm -hmm. Is yeah. this your first year with MUN? No, actually I was in MUN last year as well. Okay. And yeah, I just really like debating. MUN allows me to debate, so. Do you like arguing or do you like debating? <laughs> I like debating. Okay. Yes, What's the difference? difference? Well, arguing you're just, arguing you're just doing it to prove the other person wrong, debating, mm -hmm. I guess you're more representing a stance and you're trying to reach a mutual agreement. Okay. And what was what did your day look like on Saturday at the conference? What did you do all day? Well, I was also a delegate mm -hmm. and I was in the G20 uh, committee with Bamija and I represented the country of Indonesia. Okay. And we debated on indigenous rights while promoting economic growth and cryptocurrencies. I found indigenous right to be a little bit harder to represent as Indonesia does not really support indigenous rights. Okay. So yeah, but over the conference I did learn a lot about both topics from uh, different countries views. Okay. Talk to me about cryptocurrency. We've, we haven't uh... We touched on that a little bit earlier and the president's passing over a note. Um, so cryptocurrency? Uh, cryptocurrency. So we were discussing about how uh, we could regulate cryptocurrency. Not regulate, but uh, whether countries should be legalizing it or mm -hmm. making it illegal. Because transactions uh, made using cryptocurrency, uh, it's not... You can't see what they do. Okay. So illegal transactions could be made easily. Mm -hmm. And basically cryptocurrency, uh, like Bitcoin, it's it could inflate really easily because it's not really <clears throat> linked to anything physical. Mm -hmm. It's numbers. So 
<clears throat> these are the two main concerns that it's a bit of a gray area in today's society cryptocurrency yeah. nobody really knows what's going on with it yeah so those were the main concerns that countries had and we reached a conclusion where well for me the resolution that i was a part of uh we believe that we should regulate cryptocurrency okay like uh, why because uh then you can see where the money's going it would decrease criminal activities okay. and actions made with cryptocurrency so did you have yeah. anybody uh, disagreeing with that uh, point of view yes actually because uh ireland <laughs> ireland wasn't in g20 <laughs> <laughs> we only got to h go on um so in the resolution <laughs> in the resolution it was mentioned that we would like for all transactions to be transparent so mm -hmm. where the money goes and where it comes from it should be clear to everyone like all government agencies and yeah. everyone in general that doesn't sound like something ireland would want to do <laughs> <laughs> so uh some countries had a problem with that but we voted and the resolution still passed because well would you rather have more crime but privacy or less crime and less privacy yeah yeah another big topic in today's society and not just with cryptocurrency, with, with a lot of different things. Okay, thank you very much for that, Jessica. And I hope fame and fortune comes your way via cash, cryptocurrency, or WeChat yeah. wallet uh, <laughs> after your second uh, appearance on this show. Uh, now we will uh, conclude this part of the show with a little message from El Presidente, or, or I suppose the State of the Union from El Presidente over here. Uh, is there anything, any words of encouragement, advice, or support uh, you would like to give your team or anybody listening, if anybody's listening out there, is anybody listening, uh, for the future development of MUN? Well, I'm I'm really proud of my team for this conference. I mean, we we got like a lot of awards, and it's it's really outstanding performance. Mm -hmm. And for future, since this is gonna be our second last year of MUN in Swiss, um, we just want this legacy to go on of MUN, and people come when, if they are so interested in debating for world issues and are concerned and how to solve these issues. So. We would encourage a lot of people to join this MUN conference. Yeah, It's interesting you use the word legacy. How are you going to leave a legacy at Swiss through MUN? If somebody walked in here tomorrow, how would they know that MUN existed? Well... Some... It would still exist. I mean, we have our carries for the future, which are the grade nine students mm -hmm. and so along. I hope they carry it after we're gone, please. And it's also like for our um, previous advisors, Mr. Rowley and Miss Alford and Mr. Drummond, who actually came up with this idea. Unfortunately, he's not here with us, but yes, we want to also- Yes, rest in peace, Mr. Drummond, Mr. Hugo, really nice man. Yes. So it was his idea, and then in grade nine, we started this club, and we just hope it goes on. 
Okay, well, congratulations on your club, El Presidente, Academic Director, Delegates, and I wish you the very best of luck in the future. You have uh, spoke excellently about your topic and um, I'm sure your teachers are very proud of you as I am myself. Uh, so good luck for the future. Uh, enjoy your lunch today and all the best with your World um, MUN. World MUN conference in April or May, whenever it is. Thank you for March. coming today. March. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. So uh, that's the end of the second part of today's show. Join us after the break where we will hear from our two glamorous ladies, Miss Dalbello and Mrs. Chater, about their life choices up to this point. <laughs> Welcome back to the final part of today's show from Swiss Rock Radio, a place to listen, like and learn. We heard from four amazing students in the MUN team in the last part of the show and I think you'll agree with me that they spoke excellently about their project. Now we have back in the studio for this final part their teachers or their mentors. How would you call yourselves Miss Dalbello and Mrs. Chater? Miss Dalbello, any words for what you have just heard from our amazing students? Um, as a co-advisor oh, co for, the, for the Swiss Model UN team, um, hearing them speak uh, make, I mean, doing a podcast without any preparation uh, is a skill in itself. And mm -hmm. I think that I they know. just showed how well they can speak. And um, I'm just, you know, I'm very proud. You're blown away. And Mrs. Chetter, yourself? Um, me too. I'm blown away because uh, I think to have that skill to be able to actually speak on your feet about a topic that you know, most adults can't speak about is amazing. <coughs> and especially the two students, uh, grade nine, they're our youngest, and then grade eleven, which will you know be in grade twelve next um, year, being able to be the leaders. It's really important for them to be able to do that. One of the things is the link between Model United Nations and their interviews for university, like Bumija sits in a really great place, I think, being a chair and being able to use that. The same with our, um, you know, co-presidents or directors, how they call themselves. I couldn't agree yeah. more. And I have been trying to encourage you from the start of the year. I, I think your students could definitely, by themselves, uh, record weekly podcasts to, um, to keep progress of what they've been doing very easily. So it's something for you to consider going forward. I could easily see uh, Kushi leading a podcast within the MUN group, no problem. Well, that is absolutely true. Um, one of the issues that our students uh, are trying to manage being in high school, in the IB program, especially our upper level students, is um, managing all of their various responsibilities uh, both curricular and extracurricular. Um, the kinds of students that tend to sign up for MUN are also part of sports teams and uh, other clubs, yeah. other charities. So. And then there's outside violin, there's outside piano, there's lots and yep. lots of different things. Now, Miss Dalbello, uh, let's get back to this surname of yours. Let's leave the United Nations alone for a <laughs> while. Uh, I'm sure it'll still be there when we wake up tomorrow. Dalbello, mm -hmm. what's that all about? Um, that last name is, uh, well, it's a Northern Italy. Uh, my family is from Northern Italy on no one way. side. Yeah. Couldn't have guessed. 
And then the other side is from Canada. Okay. But that's my dad's last name, so. It's a lovely name. I really like it. Thank Dalbello. You. It's got a <laughs> it's got a real ring to it. How do you say it? Just just the same way, Dalbello. <laughs> oh really? You <laughs> I don't use the hand gestures, but No. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a full hand gesture, not anything else, folks. Uh, now, Miss Dalbello, this is your first year at Swiss. Where do you, where were you before here? Tell us a little bit about yourself because nobody knows anything about you <laughs> at all. Uh, well, I was at uh, American Pacific International School in mm -hmm. Chiang Mai, Thailand for the last four years, uh, which was an amazing experience and something I will never forget. But the thing about living um, in a jungle for four years is um, you start to need a little bit more, um, let's say, action. So Shenzhen <laughs> seemed like a really good uh, opportunity to meet new kinds of people, try new things professionally, um, improve my skills, and of course meet new fabulous students. And so you heard it here first, Miss April is here for the action. So have you got more action or have, uh, how's the action been since you've moved to Shenzhen? The very city lively enough for you? Yes, it's a very busy city. Mm -hmm. um, intimidatingly so when I first moved, but I think I've got a handle on it now. Did you have many friends to help you with the uh, with the transition? Uh, well, the new crop of students, including uh, my wonderful co-advisor, Miss mm -hmm. uh, Maria Chater, uh, we all started kind of early, and then we had orientation together, activities, okay. getting to know you type things, and it's been a great experience. What was your first impression when you landed from the jungle? Uh, well, I came from the states, actually. So right, fair uh, enough. Because you know, family there. Which but part of the States? I was born in what the Washington DC area. Okay. Um, so my first impression was it was very late at night and I thought the Shenzhen airport was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful answer. Wait a minute, you flew into Shenzhen? Yeah, I didn't really want to deal with the Hong Kong aspect before oh. I knew what to do. So. Okay, fair enough. Thank you very much for that. Mrs. Cheater, so uh, when we put a survey out among the staff last week, uh, mm -hmm. questions to ask you, the very uh, top of the list was Robert Cheater. Yes. Why? He's the love of my life. Excellent. That's wonderful. Yes. Tell us a little bit about you and Robert. Where did you meet? We met a long time ago, and believe it or not, it was actually at a school. Okay. And he was teaching my little brothers. Okay. And I fell in love with him at first sight. That's wonderful. And my little brother, who has a very big mouth, okay. actually went up to Mr. Chato the next day and said, My sister thinks you're hot. <laughs> was this when she you were 17? She wants to marry you and have babies. Mother, that <laughs> sounds wonderful. Yes, and and it all 30 years later, you are still... Still together, still love, and we have babies, and it's wonderful. And they're both in Japan, is that correct? Um, our children, yes, um, went and did their university in Japan, and mm -hmm. our son has gone back to Australia, and our daughter still lives in Japan. And what is it that you do at Swiss, Mrs. Chiata? I am the lead librarian, personal project coordinator, extended essay coordinator, um, grade 8 language acquisition teacher, and grade 6 advisor extraordinaire. And podcaster, I'm... Ex yes, as well. Podcasting every time I can get an opportunity. Excellent. Now, Mrs. <laughs> Chater, uh, how are you finding Swiss so far? How are you finding Shenzhen? 
I love it. Um, I used to live in Hong Kong many, many years ago, and we went off to Jeju Island for about four years, and I, I loved that island. But like Miss Darbello, I think I was tired of too much nature and mm -hmm. needed to come back to a city. And China has always been an attractive place to me, so I really love it here. And we live um, off campus in OCT Loft, and it's a beautiful artistic community. Great. And you're going tango dancing tomorrow night, Robert? Tango told me. dancing tomorrow night at Futian. Yeah, yes. no problem. So, where is that? So, if anybody wants to come along and tango dance with Maria Cheta. Well, I only dance with Mr. Cheta. <laughs> 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 but you can come along and dance with anybody else. Right. Yes. It's no in Futian. I don't have the actual address, but. Send me a WeChat and I'll let you know. Oh, thank you very much. And why are you putting on that voice, Mr. Chether? <laughs> because you're looking at me like that. Miss <laughs> Dalbello, are you going dancing tomorrow night? I will not be attending, but I would be very interested to see any photographs or videos taken of that evening. Okay, well, we have a social night tonight that Miss Jeff Alden and Johanna are organizing uh, at Baya. Are you going along to that? I will be attending the... But that is salsa dancing. <laughs> Pardon me for not knowing the difference between salsa and tango. Uh, I apologize to our dance teacher, uh, Miss Vivian, I think. I can't remember. Uh, she lives across the hall from me in the school apartments. Uh, so I'll find out later. Yes. So thank you very much for joining us, ladies. And I would interrogate or interview you uh, some more. Only uh, your outstanding students spoke for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> so uh, I don't get an opportunity to delve deeper into uh, what went on in the jungle and uh, the action in Shenzhen and Maria and Robert's uh, love at first sight. So unfortunately, we're going to have to invite you both back. Uh -huh on the show. So Maria, we'll have <laughs> you... That'll depend on how many likes we get. <laughs> uh, no, no problem. Well, we're getting between 2,000 and 4,000 likes and downloads, a well, downloads and plays a month, so I'm sure it will increase for you two now. So uh, unfortunately, folks, uh, I, I know you're a big sigh. Uh, that will be the end of today's show. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. It was very, very informative. Well, the students' part was very informative. <laughs> anyway uh, so join us again probably after Chinese New Year for a new show uh, so from everybody here happy Chinese New Year Swiss Rock Radio a place to listen like and learn thank you ladies thank you very thank much. you very much bye ciao